What's up, my unique creatives? Welcome to Ranting Through Life, where we individualize the creative soul. I'm your host, multifaceted creative Janua and today we are, of course, continuing our May You Be Well creative series, diving into our final neurodivergence, ADHD. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so ADHD is attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. ADHD, one of the most common mental disorders affecting 8.4% of children and 2.5% of adults. So the symptoms of ADHD would, might include inattention, not being able to keep focus, hyperactivity, excess movements that is not fitting to the setting, and impulsivity, hasty acts that occur in the moment without thought. So that are going to be our symptoms. Sorry, today I am actually located in not not my studio slash my home sitting at my desk with all the soundproofing things. I am house sitting, so hopefully in editing I get out all the sounds, but if I didn't, this is why. Okay, but yeah, so that's a little disclaimer. So ADHD, uh, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, is one of our neurodivergence that they relate closely to creativity. And they were saying that someone with ADHD might be a more creative person. And in this article on neurogrow.com, creativity at creativity as a positive feature of ADHD, Mavid Fotuhi. I hope I pronounced that right. I'm so sorry if I didn't. I hate when people pronounce my name wrong too. So they write in this article the positive aspects of ADHD. They say that people with ADHD tend to be more enthusiastic, inquisitive, witty, lively, and spontaneous. These these, these traits also are traits that attribute to being a creative person or even especially being a creative professional. Uh, I know a lot of us creative professionals are very introverted and and everything like that, but we are able to turn it on (laughs) the way that you might naturally have if you are a person with ADHD. I know a lot of people with ADHD and they are very charismatic humans. For sure. So creativity equals the ability to create something unprecedented unprecedented and original. So just as all of these neurodivergence that we have looked into, it's about the way that we are able to innovate. These are great neurodivergence to to notice and to get rid of the stigma for because people with these neurodivergence these this neurodiversity is the reason that we are able to have such an innovative society so definitely take away the stigma uh, that rowdy kid in class find out why he's rowdy find out what you can do to make him 
for her want to focus. That that's I, I love that we keep coming back to this with all of these neurodivergence. We definitely keep coming back to this. And just as we do in our creative in our creative professional lives, we do need to come back to the you-ness. We do need to come back to this. Because if you have one of these neurodivergence, it's not something that you can just get rid of. Yes, there are ways to help you understand and function with these neurodivergence in the society, but it doesn't mean you have to alter yourself to become like everyone else. I've been constantly coming back to this as I as I talk to friends, as I talk to fellow creatives, as I talk to family. This this thing I, I keep coming back to is the you-ness, the you-ness of all of this. And I feel like with ADHD, other than the people stigmatizing you and and trying to get you to settle down or trying to get you to something, I feel like if you have ADHD and go and use these remedies just so you just feel better and, you know, without having people try to fit you into a box that you just don't fit into, especially when, like, the symptoms of ADHD are just like, you know, you you basically are hyper-focused. If someone wants you to hyper-focus on the thing they want to hyper-focus you on, that might not be the thing that you hyper-focus on. And you guys are, like, known for having squirrel brain, like, often us creatives are too. So, honestly, are we, do we all have ADHD? <laughs> Maybe. But just that when you get that thought in your mind, you 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 go to the each thought a lot of the time and and treatments of are of course like behavioral therapy or medication but also in this other article that I know the name of and I don't know I'll link it in the show notes I I don't see the website on here right now but six natural remedies for ADHD triggers to avoid and more written by Colleen M and medically reviewed by Dr. Timothy J. Legg PhD PSYD that is a lot of letters y'all <laughs> they were giving some methods to holistically do this if you are not a medic medicine person and these traits I feel like when it comes to focusing as a creative especially a creative professional or a creative entrepreneur I know that sometimes especially freelancing or something like that we have so many different things all happening at once and to to set our our schedules or set what's coming next might be a little difficult because it isn't always going to be oh I'm able to do this nine to five like I have rehearsals at you know seven o'clock at night a lot of the nights but there's still other work that I need to do for other projects like me personally and to to figure out different ways to make sure that my squirrel brain doesn't go oh squirrel and forget about something some remedies that just might help with the way that we focus and to help that squirrel brain a little bit whether it be the medication or these these six remedies so they were saying that if you cut out food coloring and preservatives it will reduce that hyperactive behavior so it was saying that you know these preservatives that they put in food might because of the the chemical i don't even want to say imbalance but just that those different 
neurochemicals that you might have with the ADHD or if you do have high anxiety, just our brains and our bodies are chemically balanced. And so some of these artificial things that we put into our body might trigger one of those chemicals a little differently. And so to cut those out and, you know, eating more holistically or cutting back on some of the the junk food or cutting back on the enhanced foods might be able to help make sure that, oh, I'm not triggered or you're not triggered. It, it will help you not be as triggered and it'll reduce that hyperactivity it should. I mean, like all of this, everyone is different. Different things work for you, but that might help because our body, what we put in our body is very important and it affects everything. Uh, just like the energy from what we put in our body, the people we have around our body, the energies that we let in, it's going to affect how we move in the world, whether you have ADHD, whether you're creative, whether, like as we just move in the world, all of these things <laughs> They're just going to do that. So it was also saying yoga and Tai Chi reduce anxiety and hyperactivity and should help you become less daydreamy. If you are able to be less daydreamy, it's not like, because when I first read that, I was like, well, as a creative, don't you want to be kind of daydreamy? But as I was talking to some creative friends, we were talking about like, why do we have the best ideas in the shower or when we're asleep and can't write them down or can't, you know, da, 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 da. and I feel like that's, that's the, the daydreamy thing that we're trying, like, that's the opposite of the daydreamy thing that we're trying to avoid. It's not getting a great idea. It's being distracted by everything. So it's like, oh, I'm in the middle of a project, but instead of that project, I'm somewhere else in the clouds and someone's speaking to me. And then I tune back in to realize I did not I did not hear all of that. And so the Tai Chi and the yoga and just centering your body and all these breathing exercises and the meditation will, should at least reduce the, the daydreaminess. It will definitely reduce your anxiety. And yeah, it should reduce that hyperactivity. Spend time outside. I love this. I love this. Everyone just spend time outside. I love this. This, I don't, I don't even, I didn't even have to write second notes. Spend time outside. You are a plant. You need to be watered. You need to be, get the sunlight. You need those natural, the, the, the natural endorphins and stuff that comes from the sun or just being outside. Uh, when you're inside, you are constantly getting artificial airs. You are in a box, a person with ADHD and a creative, what are we constantly saying? What are we constantly talking about? You need to think outside of the box. You also need to be outside of the box constantly. You can't just get stuck in your box. It's not, it's not good for you. You need to get out of the box, both literally and metaphorically. And of course, the last one is therapy. You guys already know, I believe in therapy strongly. And so, yeah, everybody get therapy. <laughs> also, not one that I had to make extra notes for why that would help. But finding the triggers for your angst, your hyperactivity, finding those triggers, even if it 
if it is a neurodivergence, there are remedies for everything just and not remedies to to make you start thinking differently or or being like everyone else. It's just to make it easier for you to function in this world as a person with ADHD or as a creative professional. As a creative professional, there yeah there there is definitely structure and throughout the show we constantly talk about um the way we can make structure out of our seemingly unstructured lives and with ADHD it is about like being able to have the complete you and being able to to function and focus that you in a way that you are able to to grow and contribute to the message and the rants and you know to ranting to to reveling in your passion to aspiring to inspire to to navigating creative thought and trusting your voice it is the way and and these remedies are able to help that and and not change it it is Oh, all of these neurodivergence it's about embracing if you if you have a neurodivergence it is about embracing that neurodiversity it is about finding out what what you're working with so you're able to use it as a tool to create the best creative professional life or create the best human experience that you can possibly have we are on this planet right now, whether you believe in reincarnation and we'll be back again, whether you believe that this is the only life, whether you believe that this is the only life on earth, but you go somewhere else, what no matter what you believe, you are here right here and now, and it is a beautiful thing. And you are given this vessel, this this thing, and to be able to use that to its fullest potential is so important and so awesome. And the way that we're able to do that is by acknowledging the way we learn, the way our intelligence works, the reason that we do the things that we do. That's why I love this these psychology things that we go into. And I love going into and looking at these these like neuroscience stuff and it's like wait so okay so this might be chemical this might be nature this might be nurture and to find that out and relate it to our creative experience and prove this is all proof that we are not alone as creative professionals we are not alone as creatives you are not alone creative we are ranting through life together it is and with ADHD, with dyslexia, with autism, with our neurodiversity, whether you have any of these neurodivergence, the tools that they teach us, like the people with them teach us, the just learning how to embrace, embrace, not stigmatize, not put down, not anything. Embracing these, oh, I can't wait for next week's episode, but embracing all of these neurodivergence within ourselves and with others is going to create such an innovative world full of creativity. So exciting. So exciting. 
Thank you so much for joining me today on Ranting Through Life, Life Hacks for the Creative Soul. Wherever you are, like, review, subscribe, and just follow. Tell a friend about the show and let them listen, whether they listen to our May episodes from this year and last year and find out how to be well creative. Or if you just wanted to listen to some of our other hacks, it's it's not all about psychology. It is all about always being well, of course, and finding ways to be aware of our creative lives as well as moving through it to the best of our potential, being motivated, inspired, and inspiring to be as productive as we can. Yes, we are all different and finding those different tools that work for you. So I love it. You guys tune in, take what works for you and leave what doesn't. But I'm so happy that you guys have joined us. It has been a year and a half of wonderful creativity just flowing. And I owe it all to you, you wonderful, wonderful audience. If you want to contribute to the show in a monetary way, you just go to buymeacoffee.com slash Alisa. I think I'm Alisa or Janu on PayPal too, and you guys can just donate. Basically, any money I get goes towards the hosting sites, and podcasting's not for y'all. goes towards our podcasting and just making that go smoothly, smoothly. Um, I have to buy a new mic. I told you, I don't know if I've told you guys, but this one is broken. So I have to get a mic or a a new mic or a mixer for the other mic I have. I am so excited and I, I am excited for next week's episode as well as the episodes going forward. I just so excited. This is episode 60 something. And we're like on the latter half, like we are in the second half of getting towards episode 100. And I couldn't do it without you. Wonderful, wonderful listeners. Go to rantingthroughlife.com and contact me there and just let me know how you feel about the show. Share your creative journey. Let me know how I can improve or what I'm doing great. All of it. Feedback. Constructive feedback. Constructive criticism is wonderful and we all need it. But remember, you are the beholder of your creative soul.